Welcome to the Shift DQ Podcast with Alan Kay, where we reframe all your health, fitness, and lifestyle goals to include the root of human insecurities, societal conditioning, and emotional intelligence. Here's your host, Alan Kay. Good morning and welcome to the Shift DQ Podcast with Alan Kay. This is episode six from Dad Bod to Physique Bod, part two. And in this episode, I'm going to go over the highlights of the OCB Natural Physique Competition that happened in Tucson a week ago this past Sunday to include all the pre-show staring down, sizing everybody up, the moonwalk that I had during my individual stage walk, and then the future plans that's going to happen uh, with regards to my training, the shifts, the mindset, and everything else. But before I get into that, I do want to highlight that the physique show is the finale of what I would say is the biggest physical transformation and mental and emotional transformations I've ever had in my life. But this big transformations and all of them, which is still evolving, started with just one principle. How can I feel better about myself? Eight months ago in March, I woke up one morning hungover as fuck, not liking what I saw in the mirror, not liking what I saw on the scale, and ultimately not liking myself and the stories I would tell myself with regards to my health, like, oh, I can, oh, it's fine. I'm not drinking too much. Oh, hey, my weight is fine. I could just eat less carbs one week and then I'll be down. Oh, I could just work out a couple more times where it's all right. You know, the stories that we keep telling ourselves that we're holding ourselves accountable, but we're really not. I got tired of that. I got tired of lying to myself. I got tired of making myself feel like shit. And it got to a point where I viewed everything that I was doing, eating, working out, drinking, spending time with my family, relationships that I had in my life and relationship ultimately with myself, reevaluated everything and said, how can I do something that I'm proud of? How can I finally feel that I have some kind of real purpose. And those are the thoughts that I had in my head. Everything from just not being in shape. In my opinion, if you wake up every single morning and you don't like what you see in the mirror, you don't like what you see on the scale, and you don't like how you feel about yourself, and A, you're not actively doing anything about it, and B, you're going out there and still making those situations worse, even though you don't like that about yourself, you got to really take the time to figure out why. You have to figure out why. We only have one fucking life. And our happiness and our outlook and our perspective is completely determined by whatever you think. But there is something to be looked at. If you are looking at yourself in the mirror and you're not liking what you see. And for me, it was more than that. Well, at least that's what I thought it was. I thought it was just the physical habits and everything, but it's the mindsets. The, what are the thoughts that I'm telling myself? Well, how am I showing up for everybody else? How am I showing up for myself? And in all reality, that is the most important one. How do you feel about yourself? And this entire, entire phase started with me ultimately not liking myself, not having the confidence within myself 
and just breaking through it and building it, finding out where the core of those principles and emotions were coming from and break through them. Because I would rather do something about my unhappiness and at least figure out where the heck that's being rooted from than to just live in it. That doesn't make any sense. But there are a lot of people that do that and keep themselves in the limiting mind beliefs and limiting sets that don't allow themselves to be greater because they don't actually believe it in themselves. It starts with the mindset, guys. Start with the mindset and it will take you on the journey. Now, there were a lot of different ways I tried to think of presenting this topic in this podcast because let's face it, unless you're actually competing or performing or you're actually looking into doing a show in the future, a physique show in itself is not the funnest thing to talk about or is it the most exciting spectator sport ever? I mean, if you really want to see people just flex randomly, go to a 24-hour fitness, go to your LA fitness, people are flexing there without muscles. So, I mean, going to a physique show isn't any different except these guys actually do it for real. And if there's one thing I've noticed, though, at these shows, there's two different kinds of people. The, the person that woke up naturally just lean as hell and they've just been carrying off of their natural genetics. Or you got the comeback Seabiscuit story where, like me, got tired of being at a certain weight, got tired of their habits and got tired of not liking what they saw in the mirror. So they decided to say, fuck it. I'm going to sign up for a bodybuilding show and work myself to it. And it's amazing. At the show, I met so many phenomenal people who have amazing stories to that show. What's funny is that before that, I thought I was going to meet a bunch of testosterone-driven, game-faced, AirPods, nobody talked to anybody. I'm going to flex and fucking leave because that's what I do. <laughs> I don't know where I got that narrative from, but I was completely wrong because the community that was there was absolutely amazing. Now, initially when we showed up, people were silent. People didn't know what to say. I think they had the same narrative that I thought in the beginning. But as soon as he broke the seal and as soon as he started talking to everybody, it was just amazing. The feedback that people got, people were giving each other compliments. People were helping each other pose and helping each other flex before the show. By the time I got on stage, I actually didn't feel like I was at a competition anymore. I felt like I was just at a regular show with everyone else. And that was it. I mean, and I guess and ultimately it is. But compared to, you know, what I thought, which was like going to be like a football, basketball game as kind of a competitive feel, it was not like that at all. Now, when we got to stage was actually for me the one part that I was not ready for. It's funny because I did months and months of training, both running a marathon and then training for this physique competition and I will say that in all of the entire training, the toughest part, the two, the two toughest parts has been finishing my first 20 mile run and the actual posing on stage. Now, the entire evolution probably was about four minutes long, but try flexing in the mirror for four minutes straight while keeping a smile, keeping your chest up, keeping your head up and Trust me, 
real quickly, I realized I fucked up and I was not ready for posing. So as soon as we got on stage, it was me and five other competitors. And before I get into this, I do want to give a big shout out to David, Jim, Dan, Kyle, and Lewis. They are some amazing people. They're the people that were in my class and you guys are all class X. I am very excited to follow you guys in your journey. I can't thank you enough for this experience. Now we got up onto this, onto the stage and we immediately started with our front poses and you have four poses, four of them. You have your front pose, you have your side left pose, you have your back pose, and then you have your side, side right pose. And they're all distinguished or differentiated or changed through, however you want to want to call it, by a quarter turn to the right. So we started with our front pose, and then we go to our side pose, left. Quarter turn to the right, side pose, left. Quarter turn to the right in our back pose. And now, in the first two poses, probably about 20, 30 seconds. And as soon as we got over the first two and we started flexing our back, I realized very quickly that flexing and posing are a lot harder than I thought. Now, it wasn't very long into the back pose that my entire body just got fatigued. My legs started shaking. My arms started shaking. And lucky for me, it was at this point, though, he switched me and one of the competitors. So as the show is lined up with every single competitor, you could see on the cover photo of this podcast. The judges are also all equally spread out for the, for the stage. So what they do is they switch people around and then compare and contrast based on whoever's on the line. Now, as soon as I got moved over, I got placed in between two of the biggest beasts that were in my class. I had one guy, Jim, whose Instagram handle is Northern Viking, and this guy fills out that Instagram handle to a fucking T. The guy is a damn giant, right? And I'm standing next to him in this next one. So originally, I was just compared to a curtain because I was at the end, and now I got compared to a guy who's nicknamed a Viking. Great. What doesn't help about this is that next to me on the other side is David. Now, David, that dude had it going. I'll, I will 100% admit that kid had it going. In between all of our quarter turns, like I'm struggling here. I'm struggling to flex. I'm struggling to pose. I'm struggling to keep my, my head up, my breathing through my teeth, trying to maintain a smile. And for some reason also, my side pose to the right, I didn't know what to do with my hands. I definitely had a human glitch and I went full Ricky Bobby and had no idea what to do with my fucking hands and the side pose to the right. So here I am struggling with breathing, struggling with flexing, struggling with what to do with my hands, already kind of intimidated because I see Northern Viking behind me. And to my left is David, who has every pose down in the book, every quarter turn to the right. This guy has a fucking amazing ass move to flex to the right. Every time this kid flexes, every other muscle flexes naturally for him. And watching him made me realize how unprepared I was for this show. <laughs> and if I, I'm sorry, Kyle came second in our group. And uh, honestly, Kyle, I think that you didn't have the benefit of being able to flex next to me when David did, because David was a flexosaurus Rex. He had it fucking going on. 
it was at the point where even by the time we started switching around, I was watching this kid flex. And I'm like, man, I have some shit. I have some shit to work on if I really want to do this again. It, it was just honestly, it was probably three minutes of me just freaking the fuck out during the show. But when I look back at it, it is fucking hilarious on a realizing I wasn't ready. And B, it wasn't just like ready. He's like, no, I wasn't ready. That's exactly how I felt the entire time I was doing that. I know that for the next time I do this, I am for sure going to work on posing. Now, as soon as we got done with the group judging, that's pretty much it. So I pretty much trained eight months for a four minute time on stage. But the next time or the next thing that we do go on stage for is our individual, what they call is a T-walk. Now, T-walks are not judged. Apparently, apparently, by this time, the judges already have their decision. And this is just for us to get their, our own individual spotlight for the crowd. Get them amped, get them hyped. And in all reality, if you, if you summarize all the training that went into that moment, it is actually a pretty cool moment that we get our own individual spotlight for all the hard work that we did up until that point. Now, because this is a freestyle and because I did not, I for sure know that I didn't win with my group, I made sure that I was still going to get my goddamn value worth. And the entire time I'm thinking about what the hell I was going to do. I was just thinking about thinking about thinking about what the hell I was going to do for this T-Walk. And it finally, finally dawned on me. Back in the seventh grade at El Roble PE, one of my really close friends at the time, Austin Carter, showed me how to do a moonwalk. It was the coolest fucking thing. And you better believe that since the seventh grade, I have been practicing this goddamn moonwalk for whatever moment I could possibly find. And God damn it, I found it at that moment at the OCB Natural Physique Competition. So the first two people that went on stage did the regular flexing. You could tell the crowd was kind of down. And so I said, fuck this. I'm going to fucking hit them with the crowd, hit the crowd with something they're not ready for at this point. And in all reality, who expects a fucking moonwalk at a physique competition? So there I was doing my front pose as soon as I got to the center of the stage. One of two poses that I actually know what to do with my arms on, right? Then I hit him with the side left pose. And then as soon as I knew it, I put my left foot back, my right foot back, left foot back. I was like, uh oh, the crowd isn't. And then as soon as I kind of had this doubt that maybe people weren't going to realize what it was, the crowd started getting hyped. I got hyped. And by the time I got done with the stage walk and I went, back after I completed my moonwalk, the entire crowd was hyped and everybody else that went after me had more energy when they did their own individual T-walk. And honestly, it was the best moment. I mean, here I was eight months ago feeling like shit, feeling like I fucking hated myself and I didn't enjoy the path that I was going on to all of a sudden now being empowered by my better habits, my better decisions, and moonwalking in front of a crowd. It was seriously the biggest confidence-boosting moment that I've had, and I can't explain how long. To be a showman in that moment really meant something for me. It really helped me break out of a lot of the bubbles. It helped me really just solidify what that phase and what it represents in my life. The fact that I can train so hard, I can make myself a priority, and then all of a sudden, 
own that moment by fucking moonwalking. It was honestly the best thing. And to recap that entire physique experience, it's amazing. I got to a goal. I reached my goal. My goal was to just compete, was to be on stage, hold my own, and I placed fifth. Fifth out of sixth, but I placed, and I went up on there, which is still better than what most people can ever say about themselves, about their confidence level with their body. And now, mind you, I know that other people don't want to get to that level. That's 100% fine. But for someone like me who has dealt with insecurity issues with their body their entire life, who constantly went on fad diet after fad diet, who constantly thought that an image is what I wanted, not realizing it was actually an emotion and a drive that I really wanted and worked for that. Dude, that moment right there just was everything. And I cannot wait again to see all of you who actually want to be able to do it and hope you guys reach out to me in that meantime. Which brings me to my next point. I had for the longest debated between training for an Ironman or training for another physique competition. And originally before that show, I was going to just trained to do an Ironman, kind of like what I did with the marathon. But after placing fifth, after seeing the contrast of what it's like for someone to be fully prepared like David and fully who's not like me, I can't help but to try this at least one more time. It is literally the difference between training to compete and training to win. And of the two, the former is what I've always kind of defaulted to in my life, training just to compete, training just to be good enough, just to be good enough, right? Just over the echelon. And it made me realize on how badly I want to win, how badly I want to challenge myself to win this next event. The next event now, with that being said, and I'm going to train for the physique competition, is going to be May in Vegas. And what I love about this, with regards to everybody that's a listener and everybody that I connect with naturally, I'm going to regularly review what it's like to bulk properly, what it's like to cut down properly over a six-month period. And for all of you who are trying to get onto this new year, new me, new phase, new everything, this is a perfect opportunity for you guys to be able to also develop your plans and reflect them off of mine. I cannot wait to go into what these next few months are going to be like because I will say honestly training for this past competition I definitely took some shortcuts I didn't watch what I eat as much as I I should have or as I could have not should have but could have I didn't train certain times when I could have and I definitely didn't do as much cardio during aspects that I could have I definitely take some took some time off all of which aren't bad, you know, compared to what I was doing and compared to what I, how I ended with regards to my mindset and my training or what I'm continuing with me, I say, it is a complete black and white difference. But now that I have this knowledge, now that I have this baseline, I'm going to build on top of that and make myself that much better. Well, all right, guys, that does it for this episode. If anything that I mentioned earlier with regards to your weight, holding you back from having the personal professional and social life that you want, then reach out to me at shiftyqllc at gmail.com and let's work on how we can empower you into your goals and finally have it stop from holding you back. 
And with that being said, the next week episode is going to be all about how the new year, new me mindset is actually the worst thing you can do for having your new new year goals. All right. But in the meantime, I love you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Tune in next week as we talk about what I just talked about. And I'll see you guys soon. I love you guys. Deuce. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in working with LMK and Shift EQ, go to calendly.com forward slash Shift EQ or email him at shifteqllc at gmail.com. You can also visit the website at shifteq.org. Thanks for shifting in. Until next time, shift your soul, shift your body, shift your world.